This is the Lifting Standards Podcast with your host, Dalton Nicholas, a fitness professional with a new age view on the health and fitness lifestyle. Enjoy. And welcome back. This is the Lifting Standards Podcast, and I am your host, Dalton Nicholas. You already knew that, but what I really want you to know is I really appreciate all the continued support as this gets going, and I am starting out and getting all the nooks and uh, technical difficulties out of the way. I really appreciate you all still listening and just really showing so much support for this whole adventure of mine. So off the rip, I want to thank you all again for all the love and support you've given me. Secondly, I want you to know that I am taking like suggestions, comments, questions, anything you want. You can leave it on whatever podcast uh, service you're using. Or if you go to my Instagram at Lifting Standards Training, you can leave me a DM or answer any of my story questions. I am trying to give you guys a way to get the content that you would like to see. Um, so I'm pretty much opening up the channel for you guys to really reach out to me and ask the questions that you want to hear. As for today's topic, I'm going to be talking about why dieting is failing you and you should make it a lifestyle change basically is the whole topic that we're going over today. So starting off, why is dieting failing you? So overall, I have two reasons why dieting is failing you. Dieting is failing you blame yourself right away honestly that's a little rough but i think people aren't honest enough with themselves right from the beginning because if you don't want to do the diet or to reach your own goal bad enough then you're simply just not going to stay consistent with whatever you're doing especially when it comes to a diet so a diet is like a short amount of time uh changing your nutrition to hit a specific goal um and that's where i would tell you to make it a change in your own lifestyle that'll come later in the episode but that's the first reason first reason you don't want it bad enough honestly that is the most like 95 percent of the time that you aren't hitting your goals with a diet is you just don't want it bad enough basically and then the other five percent is the type of diet you're doing just won't work for you i myself i can't do a keto diet simply because i do not like enough fat based foods like I'm not a big cheese eater I'm not a big like red meat guy all the time I couldn't do that all the time I, it's not sustainable for myself so you have to be honest with yourself at that aspect too when you're choosing a nutrition plan or diet you need to be able to be real honest with yourself and like think is this sustainable because if the answer is no then you need to find a different way I'm a more conventional eater um, where I will do the proteins fat and carbs and just try to lower the calories whenever I'm trying to go through some sort of diet or nutrition plan. That brings me to, those are the two top reasons. Then also the reason why the diet's not working out for you is you're making huge dramatic changes way too fast and too many of them at the same time. So once you, whatever your eating habits are now, if you want to just flip that and do 180 degrees, like 90% of the time, that's not going to work. You have to, you can't just change everything about your day-to-day life and expect your like body and mind to just be okay with that because you're not going to be honestly you put a unrealistic timeline on this as well if you want to lose 30 pounds and you're thinking you're going to do that in six to 12 weeks like that's a tough tough goal honestly and not really it's not even really healthy at that point so you need to 
you need to take it easy on yourself with the timeline too. Give yourself long enough to where it's a realistic goal. You make it an all or nothing approach as well. If the diet is failing you, obviously everyone's not doing this, but I'm specifically talking when a diet is failing you. These are the reasons why you're putting an all or nothing approach. What does that mean? That means that you are either eating kale, vegetables and chicken, chicken and brown rice, six meals a day, or you're binge eating and you're going to Burger King at 12 at night and you're ordering everything off the menu. I am guilty of this. <laughs> Another thing you would be doing if a diet is failing you is you try to make the diet work for you as opposed for you work for the diet. So honestly, you need to be prepared is what I'm trying to say by that. The diet, your nutrition will only go as far as you put the effort into it. Like you need to put equal amount of nutrition, prep, and effort as you do in the gym or on the track or whatever you're doing. And it's only a short-term solution. So this is, I really don't like the word diet too much, honestly. Um, diets are, are not good or healthy for people. Obviously, like, there's a bunch of different ways you could take it. But when I hear the word diet, I think of, like, a six-week, 12-week, like, just, I think of hell, honestly. But if you, if you want to be successful with your New Year's revolution or your goals that you have around like nutrition and maybe even losing body fat or honestly this will work even if you're talking about gaining weight too because they're both extremely hard if you want to hit those goals you need to have a realistic timeline not expect to gain or lose 20 pounds in six weeks like that's just unrealistic and you're going to do your own mental health damage by doing this because no one likes to fail. And when you set yourself up to fail like that, it's just, it's not good for your own um, health, mental, mental and f physical health, obviously. But then you kind of get a bad relationship with dieting and fitness, and then it, get, it leaves a sour taste in your mouth. And you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't do this again. No, you should do this. You should prepare more for it every single time. And you honestly should just do a little bit more research about it, too, because there's so many like fad diets and things out there. But Honestly, I, I couldn't do almost all of them. I am a strictly traditional eater in that sense, and that's fine because you can still hit your goals in a realistic timeline with all of them. All of the diets should have a realistic timeline. You should, no matter what you're doing, it's all about calories in and calories out, and there's no way to know which one is better for you unless you do some research be honest with yourself and you could even try some out but honestly you should you should know what you would be able to do right from the beginning too like eating wise because you know what foods you like you know what foods you don't like all right so those are just some issues with dieting um everyone's gonna have different ones my, my personal one is i kind of get sick of the same stuff over and over again and when i add variety i tend to uh over add variety and I start I do the binge thing to myself nobody's perfect in this sense I'm not really coming to attack anybody who has failed at dieting because I myself have failed at diet dieting too many times to count honestly um I remember in high school every year when I was still obese I would still tell my friends every summer I'm about to get shredded bro about to get shredded this is the this is the summer right here and I didn't even realize how unrealistic it was I was 280 pounds and I thought I was going to get shredded. I had like 80 pounds, if not more, 
to lose in that three month period in between school sessions that is clearly not even possible. And I, and I failed and failed every year there. And I honestly didn't even really successfully diet until I was two year or a year and a half out of high school. So I'm just letting you know that everyone goes through a diet failure. Nobody is perfect in that sense, but if you really, really want it, and that's the first thing, you have to really, really want whatever your goal is, then just add a little bit more preparation time in and a little bit more research, and honestly, I think it'll do you wonders. So this is the part where I'm going to talk about making it a lifestyle change instead. Uh, honestly, adding little things in at a time, little and small things in at a time will get you a nice snowball effect going into your diet and it'll make you feel good like I, ch- I add drinking a gallon of water a week add small small things maybe eating one vegetable with every meal like you don't want to add in gallon of water uh, vegetables with every meal this much protein make sure your fats under this you don't want to add all that in right off the rip especially if you're a beginner because that's not going to give you the results that you want and you're not going to be able to mentally handle it most likely myself included like I said I'm not attacking anyone but these are just real real issues with dieting and versus making a lifestyle change after you start adding those small ones in to your everyday life you can then add bigger ones you know I mean I would probably start you off like first three to four weeks just adding the small ones in and then eventually you should be tracking how much calorie how many calories you're in eating during the day and then also like knowing how much you're using you know what I mean so if you're working out that day you bring the calories up a little bit maybe but everyone's different in that aspect it's not a specific I'm not trying to give you a specific program I'm just saying slowly build up to the prime deficient knowing everything that's going in down to the vitamin if you want you don't want to start off that way because it's just not going to end well nextly I think you need to set some smart goals, so something that's specific, something that's measurable, something that's attainable, realistic, and you can tell, you can measure it uh, on a timeline, or you can give me a timeline on it. If it's a lifestyle change, I really want you to take a little bit longer. So this is so making it a lifestyle change over a diet is, you're not going to do this for 12 weeks. You're going to do this. You're going to set out a goal to do this, and then it's going to become habit. And then probably around after 90 days, you're going to be set in stone and you're good. You won't even need, you really won't even need anybody at that point. You'll be able to just go through the motions with what you've been doing and then maybe a slight adjustment every month or two just based off your calories that you need to adjust. But honestly, it's going to be a little bit longer of a period, but that's okay. Like, you don't, you're not, it took so long for you to get to the point that you're at, if you know what I mean. Like, it took me 18 years to get to my obese state when I was in high school. In some reason, I thought I was going to lose all that weight in three months. No, that's not how it's going to work. Taking weight off is just, it'll take just as long as putting the weight, as just as long as it would take from you putting the weight on. So if you've been eating this way for your entire life, I don't, it's, it's unfair to yourself to think that you can just shed it in three months it's so it's so bad for you mentally honestly so it's it's good to just have a nice patient outlook on it as opposed to you need to get this done so if it's a goal-oriented thing you really should give yourself as much time at as possible for making the changes that you need to make 
Another good thing about making it a lifestyle change is that you're going to meet the right kind of people you need in your life. You're going to find new people that are doing the same things that you're doing. It's just going to help motivate you more in the lifestyle that you're trying to do. So, so sometimes when you're stuck in the same group of friends or things like that, it's just not going to, they're just not going to push you the way if you just met someone at the gym who's hitting the same days of the week as you, you'll just, you'll just naturally find people who are doing what you're doing and they'll just set a fire under you. And it's, it's just really healthy, just a really healthy way to find people and connect. So that's, that's a plus of making it a lifestyle change for sure. Um, if you, you really lose all the pressure of the timeline too. So dieting is really stressful. I mean, I, I've been around people who've been in bodybuilding competitions. Like I've been right there front lines and it is the most stressful time of your life. So even if it's not a bodybuilding competition that you're going for, even if you're just trying to lose weight, it's still super stressful because you're frustrated with yourself. If you're not losing X amount of weight, you're frustrated with yourself if you're not hitting whatever the goal may be. Um, but it's, it's the most stressful time um, with your like own self. So this is just, if you just don't have a timeline, like it would honestly be better for you. So that's why I say just add like a couple things in here and there, and then you can just keep adding goals to that list. And then eventually you'll be to a sustainable point, like I said before, but honestly, that is probably one of my key points to this whole thing is you should really get rid of the timeline thing and just get rid of all that pressure and stress that you add to this. Like it's not, it's, it's, it's hard, but it's not that it's not going to be the hardest thing you've done in your life, most likely. And honestly, it'll make it a lot more enjoyable if you take the timeline off. So that's just one, one more tip to add to making it a lifestyle change. It's more sustainable that is the biggest part about this. It is the most sustainable thing. And I'm going to beat this over the head the entire podcast. But the sustainability of making it a lifestyle change opposed to just a super shred diet or whatever the new trend is, is like zero to 100. If you just slowly add in the small things and you work your way up and completely change your entire life around for your own benefit and health, there's just it, there's just no way you would end up crashing back down to where you were before. You may you may take a break or something along those lines at some point if you've been doing it for X amount of years or X amount of months, but you're never gonna get back to who you were before because once you go through one of these things, one of these lifestyle changes, it really changes your whole essence your whole being, because it's going to change not just your physical, it's going to change your mental health. And honestly, it'll probably put you in new friend groups or new uh, job or a new area. Any one of those things that could just push you so much farther than you thought before. So honestly, making the lifestyle change is one of the most worth it things you'll ever do. The next tip I have for lifestyle changes is focusing on the behavioral change and the behavioral goals as opposed to worrying about what actually is changing, like the weight or the arm. You really want to focus in on those small, everyday goals. I keep bringing that up, but it's so huge and critical for this. You want to focus on the behavioral goals that you set for yourself. So going for a walk every day, going to the gym, like are you hitting them? Are you going when you're saying you're going to go? 
Are you hitting the minimum amount that you wanted to hit that week? Are you meal prepping or are you going out to eat? Are you drinking the water that you said you wanted to start drinking? Are you meeting with your coach when you say you're going to? Those are all behavioral goals as opposed to like physical goals and things that you want to achieve. But if you focus on the behavioral goals, it's inevitable that you'll hit those other goals that you want. But focusing on the behavioral goals gives you a lot more focus on the task and it also makes you just feel better because your weight's gonna fluctuate. There's no question about that. Everyone's weight fluctuates no matter what. Mine goes up and down, maybe five pounds, maybe 10 pounds total, five up, five down. Doesn't, those, those are just invisible numbers. You shouldn't even worry about it. You'll see the change when it comes. I promise you that. But if you focus on the behavioral goals as opposed to just those small, minuscule changes that are going to happen every day because you see yourself every day, it's really not fair to put yourself through that mental stress of, oh, I'm not, I'm not even doing anything because then it just spirals down and you're not going to want to do what you're setting yourself out to do in the first place. Focus on the behavioral goals and I promise you'll hit your goals when you set a good plan out and you follow the simple and small steps that you have been putting together with the preparation that I keep talking about. If you put together a nice plan for yourself that you know you can realistically do, you will there 110% change your life for the better and forever, basically. All right, those are my tips for making it a lifestyle change. I'm going to reiterate a couple of them, the big key points that I think that are important for this episode. So right off the bat, I want you to be honest with yourself right from the jump. You need to be extremely honest or you're not going to go out and get the goal that you want to so bad and then you'll mentally beat yourself up about it. Not worth it. Just be extremely honest with yourself from the beginning. You need to be prepared for the change. You can't just expect it to happen. You need to prepare for it. Whatever that may be, you just need to do that. And then that way you'll be less likely to fail at it because you're way more prepared than you have been before. Set small goals and smart goals. So I don't want you setting out a year goal if you've only been in the gym once this week you know, or once this past year. You, you shouldn't be looking that far in the future. Just set small ones that'll give you some confidence and that'll get your whole rhythm going. And then the smart goals, like I said, uh, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and being able to measure them by time. That way you have a nice plan in order. You're not going all over the place and you have a really specific list of things that you want to achieve. And you need to make it a goal and not a deadline. So this is what I'm talking about, the time that you put on a diet. I know you should have a timetable for it, but you don't want to make it feel like a deadline for like a big job or something because then you're just going to put so much stress on yourself and it's unnecessary, especially if you have a good enough plan in order. So I don't want you to be thinking that you need to be six packs, six pack ripped at six weeks out, six weeks into the future. I want you to be setting realistic life goals and lifestyle change goals in the next month to two, but not making it a physical goal. I want them to be behavioral goals. Adding in small things little by little, not 10 at once. If you over, you, you'll overdo it to yourself. You'll be all flustered and you, you won't be able to sustain all those changes right off the bat, especially if you haven't been on your game, so definitely just make it small things added little by little, maybe one thing a week or whatever you may do. And then once you have all that, your plan, you've been honest, you set your goals, you set a timetable, not really a deadline, 
and you're not stressed and you have everything you need to do prepared, I want you to give it 110 damn percent. You need to put all your effort into it so that way you know if you fail at this, you have given it everything you got. Because if you don't give it everything you got and you and you fail, you haven't really you haven't learned as much as you could. You've just learned that hey, if I half ass it, you're not going to get the right results. Okay? So that that is the second to last thing and the last thing I have for you is if you fail, don't get discouraged. If you gave it 100% and you fail, you can adjust and you can get right back into it. You fail, just make a new plan and get right back into it and give it another 100%. Because at that point, you've learned so much about yourself and what you can and can't, what your body will react to and what you can and can't handle, like diet or whatever the goal may be wise. This, this is huge. So if you fail, just learn from it. Don't let it just bring you down because everybody fails. Like I said, I fail myself at diets. Everyone goes through a failure. And honestly, you just need to bounce back from it. All right. So that's the it. The end of the episode. The last thing I want to talk about is that I am doing, like I said at the beginning, open forum. S- sort of just send me whatever questions and I could turn it into a maybe a Q&A episode. Or if there's like a really nice topic that you guys think of, I would definitely just do that. I want to do whatever you guys want to hear. So definitely over at my Instagram, Lifting Standards Training, just send me a message. Or on Facebook at Lifting Standards, you can drop me a message there too. Anything you guys want to hear, I want to hear about it. Second announcement that I have for you right at the end is that I'm going to be bringing guests on maybe three weeks. It's I just got to figure out the uh, studio setup for that. And I already have a guest list of people that I want to have on the show. So look out for those episodes. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you very much. Enjoy, guys. <laughs>